0: The Film Pulse Podcast, the official podcast of FilmPulse.net. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is episode number 146. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today, we have Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing, Kevin? I'm doing. I'm doing all right. This week on the show, we're going to be talking about the PCT, with, uh, PCT buddy, the hiking drama Wild, uh, oh yeah, the black and white indie film Little Feet, and the mike lee directed biopic mr turner of course we'll also be going over this week's movie predictions new on video on demand and dvd and blu-ray releases remember you can send us your questions to podcast@filmpulse.net or leave us a comment on the site we'd love to hear from you let's uh first off kevin have you seen i sent you a text message earlier this morning did you watch the trailer for fury road the new trailer no i didn't oh i forgot about that oh my god I am so excited for that movie. This trailer got me so pumped. Is it, is it good stuff? Yeah, I mean, it looks like the original Mad Max movies. Just how it's filmed with the quick zooms, lots of quick zooms going on. Oh, oh man! And it just looks like right in your wheelhouse. It, it just looks not like nonstop action, and I cannot wait for that movie. So very excited. And it gives me a, an excuse to revisit the original trilogy, so. Nice. Very excited for that. Um, any, well, I don't think there's, were there any other news bits that you wanted to to go over before we jump into it? There was Gold Globes, right? Golden Globes, yeah, that. Uh, so the Golden Globe nominations came out. What'd you think about those? Birdman? Yeah. Birdman. Clean it up? I I'm kind of surprised by that. I'm very surprised. I'm wondering if this is gonna be indicative of the Oscars. I'm wondering because I know that Birdman's gonna definitely be nominated for a number of Oscars as well. But I just wondering. Birdman. I
1: oh, that's right. Golden Globes. Oh, Golden Globes always throw me with their the best best picture drama. Yeah, and then
0: and then uh, comedy or comedy or musical. Yeah.
1: What the f- that doesn't make any sense. What are you doing, Golden Globes? Yeah, I, I actually you. Yeah.
0: I haven't seen I actually haven't seen a bunch of these. For comedy or musical, I didn't see Into the Woods, Pride or Saint Vincent. Now I have award screeners for Into the Woods and Saint Vincent, but I honestly probably won't watch
1: them. Saint Vincent just looks unbelievably.
0: It looks boring. bad. It just doesn't just look good. Generic, yeah. generic beyond belief. So, so Birdman ended up getting seven nominations. Uh, The other nominees for Best Motion Picture Drama are Boyhood, Foxcatcher, The Imitation Game, Selma, and The Theory of Everything.
1: The Theory of Everything. Sure. Why not?
0: Yeah. So, Uh we will be watching Foxcatcher this week. Now, we didn't get... uh, We didn't get awards an award screener for the Imitation Game. Oddly, I got the script and the soundtrack in the mail, but I didn't get the actual. (laughs) I didn't get any of the Weinstein screeners. I don't know if they're just late in sending them out or what. I think
1: what we should do instead, because we can't watch it, but we have the script. Just read and the soundtrack. Do do a live read. Do a live read of it. We'll have the soundtrack playing in the background, and we'll just put on a radio play
0: of sorts of the Imitation Game. I like that idea. Jennifer Aniston got nominated for Cake. Uh oh. Drama. Have you seen the trailer for that? What do you think of that one? I think I might have watched that one. That one doesn't come out until February or may- maybe sometime in January. I didn't. I, I think I saw it. I know my wife's really excited for that one. It, it looks decent. I wouldn't say I'm excited for it because it looks like a bit of a downer. <laughs> I can tell in your voice. <laughs>
1: It just sounds like you don't want to talk about cake at all.
0: I don't ever. like the idea of her frequently having conversations with a ghost.
1: Yeah, but they, that whole
0: it usually doesn't work. Yeah, that whole thing. Hmm, I don't know. Well, at any rate, that's the Golden Globes. Yeah. Uh, any? Uh, were there any? The, the thing I'm I'm excited about. Uh, Selma. Selma. I'm very some yeah, get
1: some I, nominations in there.:
0: there's a actually this week there's a bit of a controversy with that. I guess uh, the oh. Oh. the director of the film, oh. they were not allowed to have their name as writer, and apparently they wrote a large portion of the script, but they weren't credited because the original screenwriter, uh, as part of their contract, st- it stated that they be the sole credit for the writing. It's kind of a dick move Yeah, it seems like kind of a dick move Paul Webb, Paul Webb sounds like a dick Seems that way, yeah Best foreign film for the Golden Globes We have Force Majeure, Get, The Trial of Vivian uh Ida, Leviathan Tangerines Mandrinid P- Yes, please please say that title again Mandrinid I, I, didn't, I, didn't, Mand- I didn't catch that Mandrinid <laughs> Yes uh, I don't know
1: I'm very excited for Leviathan.
0: Yes, we'll probably we'll actually, actually watched, we'll probably re- be reviewing that next week.
1: I watched Ida last week, and I was not impressed. The cinematography is outstanding; it's just unbelievably beautiful. The story, however, nothing there. Hmm. Nothing there. Hmm. Kind of.
0: I'm glad to see that J.K. Simmons got nominated for Whiplash because that performance. Whoa we'll probably be talking need, about that I'm, next week.
1: I'm I'm worried about this one a little bit cuz everyone's talking it up. Oh yeah. And I'm I like I've been able to keep expectations like level for that movie, but now that it's come in my way, the expectations are they're
0: up there. It's it should be up there. Now, granted, Whiplash is probably going to have a special place in my heart because it was the first Movie I ever saw at my first Sundance, so there's gonna be, you know, some oh, cool. attachment oh, yeah. there. But I loved it. I am interested yeah. in revisiting it, though, just out of that atmosphere, out of that festival atmosphere, and see if I have the same feelings for it. But we'll we'll see. It's it's always interesting to see what happens when you watch a movie outside of yeah it's it's the inter- festival yeah atmosphere. it's it's interesting because normally. I watch so many movies that I rarely rewatch movies. However, any movies that I saw at a festival, I always rewatch those when they come out like theatrically or on VOD or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but I don't either. All right. Where do you want to start? Oh man. (sighs) I was thinking we could start with either Mr. Turner or wild and then have little feet be the kind of indie, the little indie in the middle little indie in the middle. Let's do Wild first, then. Okay. All right. So, Wild is directed by Jean-Marc Vallée. It's the same guy that did uh, Dallas Buyers Club. And it stars Reese Witherspoon, Laura Dern, Gabby Hoffman, and who's the... Thomas S- Sadoski? That's the... Uh, he plays the husband, S- right? Yeah. yeah. Paul. Oh, yeah. I like, I like him. He's from the newsroom. Uh, the synopsis is... A chronicle of of one woman's one thousand one hundred mile solo hike undertaken as a way to recover from a recent catastrophe, Kevin, do you want to start it off? What would you think of wild um uh i d I don't
1: really know what the hell to think about this i didn't like I it i don't I did not like <laughs> it at all um it felt extremely pointless to me yeah, it was just kind of I a just, like just you know that I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of voiceovers, and especially not internal dialoguing, which that's like the entire movie is just Reese Witherspoon's thoughts, mm-hmm. and they don't add much. They're not really that insightful in any way. You would think someone, you know, hiking for a thousand one hundred miles would have some deep philosophical insights, but not so much. And I did the only thing that I did like about this movie. Was I thought that they handled the flashbacks pretty well? I, see, the I didn't editing, like, the editing, I thought was good. They, now I didn't really like it, but right. I thought it was it was well done.
0: I uh, yeah, I'll agree with that. I thought that the flashbacks, the way that they introduced them, how they would just kind of uh, a lot of them were very brief, and they would just kind of flash. And I, I liked how they edited them in, but I didn't particularly like any of the flashbacks. And I know that this, I mean, this may sound terrible because this is a true story and i get that it's a true story but it seemed everything about it felt so cliched to me and just sappy and i just wasn't on board and i know that this isn't my kind of movie going into it but i found a lot of it to just be eye rolling i
1: just I wasn't, I wasn't i wasn't on board with pretty it mo- most of it i was not cliched
0: like and and I'm referring to pretty much just the the flashback stuff. The I actually didn't mind the the hiking portion. No,
1: I wish there was more of that.
0: You know, I,
1: I from when I was because my wife read the book from shell uh, straight, and she's like, "Oh, it's you know the whole book is just all about the hiking." And I was like, "Oh, great, that's what I want to see." And and honestly, in this movie, you get like ten minutes maybe of hiking. If yeah. you clump it all together. But it was just, I mean, like half the time she's just hitching rides and getting mm-hmm. meals. And I'm like, I thought you hiked
0: this. Like what? It doesn't seem like you're hiking. Why yeah. are you not hiking? She's talking about hiking the PCT. She's she's asking a lot of people about it. Hey, uh, you, you, you hiking the PCT? You, you hiking the PCT? Like, of course they're hiking the PCT. They have a huge fucking backpack on. What do we think they're doing? They're in, like, some outpost on the PCT. Why would they not be hiking the PCT? They're just out and about. For the last three days, all I've been doing is, <laughs> is asking my girlfriend if she's hiking the PCT. Uh,
1: she probably hates you right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she thinks it's funny. I'm not overdoing That's it. I'm not overdoing it. It's just the right amount. I'm, I'm picking Are the right sure? times to sure? bring up the PCT
1: it's just if she's carrying anything is that when you ask
0: <laughs> yeah we're we're like in, in the process of getting rid of all of our junk exactly exactly the one scene I gotta bring up this one scene that made me my eyes roll in the back of my head was there was a scene where she was talking to I think it was like a counselor or maybe a therapist or something and she sits down she's wearing a leather jacket and she's chewing gum. Oh, and, yes. And it was like, oh, wow, she's bad. Like, Jeez. the gum chewing, that represents her just not giving a shit. I know. I mean, just imagine if she would have sat down on that chair backwards. Oh, boy. <laughs> that would have been even... That, that probably would have been too intense, I think. But yeah, that, that whole scene was just yeah. beyond terrible. <laughs> now I, making forgot, it... I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget because I was like, "Oh God!" Now I'm making it out to be that I hated this movie, and that's that's actually not the case. I didn't particularly like it, but I didn't hate it. There were there was some entertainment value here. I did find it, you know. It says, "Oh, she hiked this 1,100 mile thing," and just to go back to what you said, she didn't really she she didn't really do that. She took not a bus in the movie, at least. She took a bus one time. She got various rides from people she took a sex break <laughs> and the whole time I'm thinking like isn't this supposed to be her getting cleaned up and you know getting uh, to know herself, herself and all this stuff but she's drinking she's having sex with random PCT hikers <laughs> what's going on here
1: I, I guess she already knew herself
0: is kind of the outcome
1: i guess yeah she didn't she didn't need to find herself she already she already knows who she is
0: she's a loud gum chewer that wears a leather jacket. She just doesn't give a. She's fuck. a bad girl. She's a bad. One scene that I did really like a lot at the beginning was her trying to put on the backpack. <laughs> and that, that was telling, hilarious. That extended love, that extended scene of her trying to get that backpack on. I, I thought was, it was really I was funny.
1: Very happy that they just let that play out in real time.
0: And I did like the <laughs> the scene the scene when she made it to that base camp or whatever and. The guy the one guy was who was cooking for her and was helping her get rid of some of the stuff in her pack. I thought that whole interaction was funny and you know, there was there was some more humor in this than I expected. Mm-hmm. And I thought that most of the humor pretty much landed. Uh one other thing I didn't like particularly was the the whole her putting in the quotes in the books along the way and then yeah. putting them up. Oh, 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 it's a Robert Frost quote. Oh, okay, I get it. yeah yeah didn't didn't like that very much
1: there's some it's a bit excessive at some points especially the a lot of the internal dialogue which i just saw is like really amateurish just you know just show don't tell like i know i can see that she's about to begin a hike 1100 miles and i can imagine to myself like oh she's probably regretting this but no, they have to throw in the internal dialogue where she's like, shit, shit, what am I doing? Why am I doing
0: this? Shit. It's like, we, we I already actually, know that. Come when, on. When that, when that started up, I was actually, I actually said I think it probably would have worked better if she actually said it. If she just said it out loud. Because yeah if, that if it were me, work. I would be saying it out loud. Because there's nobody around. Yeah. You know, there's nobody to see you talking out loud, thinking you're crazy or anything. I would I just, just say know. it. I- I thought a lot of that
1: internal dialogue was just was completely unnecessary. Yeah. And it just it felt weird. Yeah. It just felt weird to have her doing a voiceover. Like you said, you know, you're by yourself. You would just be talking to yourself. Exactly. I mean, she's yelling out for foxes that she thinks she sees. Yeah, I didn't like any of that either. Yeah, but there was no need for the fox. Didn't... I appreciate a good fox, though. I like foxes.
0: I mean, t- yeah, even just to show her. it the one time, I was just like, eh yeah i hurts. I also thought that most of the guys, most of the men in this movie were were pretty deplorable people, like they're all creepy, all the men were creepy
1: that's a couple of things that I didn't understand either, especially with the hunters yeah, there's a scene towards the end where she just happens upon like two archery hunters, and they're just God, are they creepy and she has that exchange with them in the beginning when they first meet. And then, you know, they walk off. So she decides to set up camp there, which is like, after you have an Why? exchange Why with those you? people, Yeah,
0: what are you doing? Why wouldn't you just play it safe and keep walking? Get the hell out of there. I just, they they didn't feel like
1: real people to me. They were just, they were like entirely no,
0: especially creepy. It was like a horror movie. It was like Jason. That one guy was like Jason where he, you know, she'd be standing there and then she'd look, look away and then look back and he's standing right there. just... He wasn't even doing anything. He was just standing there staring at her. It was yeah. like a horror movie.
1: And then creepy compliments on her I think she put like sweatpants on. Yeah. <laughs> the, guy, the guy's trying to hit on her about her sweatpants.
0: And the one the one guy at the one outpost was kind of uh he was kind of a creeper too, which was funny because he he goes, oh, "I'll let you back in here. I'll reopen the store if you go out for a drink with me." And she's like, "Yeah, sure." And then she leaves with those other guys that just ignores him. Nah. It's like, oh, man, cock block.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, boy. It's just the only, again, really the only thing that I thoroughly enjoyed was the editing, the way they cut back and forth. And with that, the, the sound, how they would keep the sound from the mm-hmm. present, yeah, and just you know, and it just sort of leaks into the flashbacks. Yeah, that was, that was I
0: enjoyed great. that. Now, what do you think of the, the performances, Reese Witherspoon in particular? I, they were sufficient. No, no one like I thought. Laura Dern was way. was good. Laura Dern was pretty good. I, I like her and everything, so I I liked her in it. She had a much bigger role than I expected.
1: Yes, and also there's that exchange. When they're in the car, and I think that, you know, they're talking about, like, the stuff they read and whatnot. Yeah. And Reese Witherspoon's like, oh, I just... It must be weird for you, because I'm more sophisticated yeah, than I'm you younger. were... you <laughs> And I'm just like, that is, like, the dickest thing yeah. to say. Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, that was... Very,
1: very presumptuous. Yeah. What? Because you read Bob Frost? Give me a break.
0: Yeah, I think that was supposed to kind of just show what she was like during that time or whatever. I, don't know. I know, you know, it's just, it was, it was good enough for what it is, which is a
1: kind of a hiking movie. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: <laughs> the thing about it is it, it was exactly what I expected it to be. Nothing yeah. more. I was really hoping less. that it
1: wouldn't be that. And unfortunately it does. It does turn out to be just that A cliche finding yourself type film where not really insightful at all. No, not really. I was really. kind of surprised by that. I thought there was uh, going
0: to be like some insights, you know. Without without giving it away, I will also say that I liked how it ended.
1: Yeah, I yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> I just, <laughs> sure. I I thought it was a good, a good ending. Because sure. I was expecting it to be much sappier and. And you know what?
1: I gotta I gotta say it. the PCT is. Does not how is
0: that, that even rate. a trail? <laughs> that that was the whole thing I kept asking the whole time. I was like, this is this is supposed to be a hiking trail. What about this? Is a hiking trail? I mean, you're going through raging rivers, and the scene where she had to get through the rocks. And it's like, is that a tra- how is that a trail? That's the
1: that's the advanced trail. <laughs> it's the advanced trail. But I mean, like I was expecting some like breathtaking beauty. Some, oh, you yeah, know, some amazing visuals here, and I gotta say it was my goodness was it disappointing It's just like that's like that's the p c t yeah like why it's, why do you want to hike that? It's not
0: I like the forest stuff, but that was it's not beautiful at all, really, yeah, I mean, compared to some of the the scenery and the mr Turner, the other movie we're going to be talking about,
1: yeah, oh,
0: yeah,
1: and i mean you're in you're in Oregon and I didn't see any beauty when they were in Oregon. How do you do that? Like, how do you suck the beauty out of Oregon? I don't. I don't understand. Mm, mm. Why is there no beauty in this hiking? Why yeah. is, there's too many buses? Too many buses and hitching.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Just speaking of hitching, time. the the scene with the hobo times guy. I, that I, was fantastic. I like that. That whole Jimmy scene Carter's was, the best. That was great. <laughs> I love that scene. The
1: hobo times.
0: Uh, Hobo care package. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> oh, what was it like—a soda and a package of chips? Yeah, It was
0: a bag of popcorn <laughs> and a soda. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, what a care package! This what is a definitely
0: hack- a Ryan movie, though, because Reese Witherspoon does get naked quite a bit. Oh it? yeah, he's—he's he's gonna be excited. Lot spoon boob. La what? Spoon boob. what's this? Sp- what? Spoon boob.
1: <laughs> I just keep saying it, I'll Reese Witherspoon. Spoon, spoon uh, boom. Okay, ah, I see. You're clever today.
0: The rare mood. Uh, PCT. PCT. It, it brings the PCT just brings out. It just brings out the emotion and it brings out the creativity. That's what it does.
1: But it, uh, it just another... boils
0: it down, gets you to be one with yourself.
1: I gotta ask. What do you, what do you think of Paul? Cause I just feel I feel really bad about Paul in this movie. Well, you, I felt he's, like I
0: really didn't know what his deal was. I just, mean, it he, just it,
1: seems it, like he was a, like a really nice guy. Yeah. And she just treated him like shit. I did think and it he's was still being nice to her.
0: Yeah, the the whole divorce thing where they got the tattoos and all that—it it seemed odd, but kind of it's just like interesting.
1: It's nice, like this guy might be a a bit too nice. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like sending care packages and writing out like very heartfelt emotional yeah.
0: notes. Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Gabby Hoffman is, is in this. She nice plays. Guy. She plays her best friend, I guess, and she's she basically plays the, she's,
1: the same exact yeah. role as obvious obvious child. child. <laughs> yeah,
0: she's the exact same character.
1: Poor Gabby Hoffman, always just consoling people that find out they're pregnant. Yeah, she seems to be. That's her typecasting for some reason.
0: Yeah. Oddly enough. Yeah. All right. Any final thoughts on Wild?
1: Um. Honestly, it was kind of like a waste of time. <laughs> That's
0: kind of how I feel about it. All right. What are you gonna What are you gonna give it out of ten? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna just slap it right down the middle with a five. That's exactly what I'm giving it. Five out of ten. So this is playing now in select cities. So, uh, check it out, <laughs> Also you
1: get um, the guy from Everclear as a tattoo artist. Oh, yeah.
0: As soon as that came Which, up, as soon as they showed that, I go, Everclear.
1: That's what I did, and
0: I'm just like,
1: why is the guy from Everclear? Why is he here? Which I'm, oh, I'm so glad all, you brought that up. Immediately prompted my wife to look up, like, what's it Everclear saying? So then I had fucking wonderful stuck in my head for like two days. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. God, Everclear. Yep. Ugh. <laughs> so, oh, boy. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. It, like, it got me. We kind of got off on the wrong foot because it yeah. pissed me off the Everclear stuff. <laughs> and then I still had to watch the rest of the movie. But I'm yeah. still, like, seething about Everclear. Like, why, why were they a band? How were they popular? Why did people like them?
0: I don't know. I, don't know. I think
1: that just maybe that infiltrated into the the movie watching experience i don't know
0: it could be it's the, it's the
1: kind of questions that i'll have to dig into
0: what do you think Do you, what do you think the chances of this are of getting some oscar noms i
1: could see i could see witherspoon and dern
0: i could see that with 10 best picture nominees do you think this has a chance of getting nominated
1: yeah probably it's I, th- I think there it has a right good. In their, It's right in their wheelhouse. I don't think
0: it's gonna win, but I think it has a good chance to get nominated. It's if they do ten, I don't even know if they confirmed it's gonna be ten again this year. or What? It's I just nine last year Jean-Marc Fille. I it's just, I'm not a fan of this. Everything's just so generic. I liked Dallas Buyers Club way, way more than this. Way more. I thought uh, da- Dallas Buyers Club <laughs> was just much, much better made. They they just don't feel like films to me for some reason. They just feel like rough sketches. A a lot of it to me kind of feels a little pandering. It feels like he's just pandering to awards people, which I think we're going to be talking a lot about that um, in the coming weeks. (laughs) That's going to be our theme for the next couple of shows.
1: Yeah, it is. Just a heads up to everyone out there.
0: I think that people are honestly because I noticed that this year, a lot of people are using the term Oscar bait and kind of knocking movies that that have that quality. And I actually feel like people are starting to get sick of those and see through them. Mm -hmm. That's why I think, you know, Birdman ends up getting the most Golden Globes nominations. And I I bet it's going to get a buttload of Oscar noms, too.
1: No, I'm sure. I would imagine.
0: Yeah. Will it win? I don't know. Let's move on and talk about there our was, next. I, there is one oh.
1: thing that I wanted to add because I just noticed this. And these always make me laugh. These plot keywords on IMDb. Because, man, do they pick some weird ones. So we have hiking, tent, hiking trail. All makes sense. All of it makes sense. Mm-hmm. The last two, though, female rear nudity. Very odd. Okay. <laughs> and then the last one. Squatting to defecate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like
1: that's a plot keyword? Really? Uh
0: I don't even remember that. I remember Not her t- squatting, but I thought it was to pee. Did they I don't know if they ever did they ever even determine that it was for defecation?
1: I think I remember I think there was like a scene where she like had to bury Oh bury maybe. her
0: bury poop her shit.
1: I don't remember her like squatting to defecate though, but like that's a plot keyword on IMDb.
0: That's ridiculous. It's very
1: (laughs) integral to the story. Just, just so you know. Hmm.
0: I guess that's just that's just wild in a nutshell. Squatting and defecating.
1: Squatting, defecating while noisily chewing some gum, wearing a leather jacket,
0: (laughs) taking a look at a a fox while you're doing it (laughs) on the PCT.
1: on a PCT.
0: All right. You, let's, are you hiking the PCT? Yeah. Hey hey. Hey buddy. You hiking the PCT? No, I have this huge <laughs> backpack full of shit on for nothing. I'm just out here picking up my mail.
1: <laughs> you can never be too careful though. You gotta be prepared for everything.
0: I mean did you did you notice how many times that came up during this? game up it came <laughs> up a
1: lot. You are correct.
0: Alright, let's talk about little feet. So this is written and directed by Alexander Rockwell, and this is available now in select cities and on Vimeo and on Fandor. I have a synopsis here. A couple of young kids living in Los Angeles decide that they want to see the river. Setting out alone, their encounters along the way provide the heart and soul of the movie. Moments of wordless play are interspersed with the camera exploring the city as if through the Eyes of His Youthful Protagonists. So this stars uh, his real-life children, Lana and Nico, who, I gotta say, right off the bat, those kids are adorable.
1: These kids are awesome.
0: They're they're adorable. Fantastic. These kids,
1: these kids are the best.
0: So this is shot in black and white. I think for the most part it looks really good. Uh, I gotta say, from the trailer, I was all about this movie. This This has a lot of stuff that I like. I like... Stories involving kids going on adventures. I like Black and White. It had a a song in there, which I'm always a fan of when they throw that into movies. Um, and it just looked like it was going to be something that I really like. And I did, I did like it. Uh, I wasn't necessarily blown away. And there were certain parts of it that felt very... I know cheap is a harsh word. Oof. But... A lot of it, a lot of it did feel somewhat amateurish. I know that's that's terrible.
1: I, I shouldn't. A little bit. I no, wish the I beginning could, the beginning of it. It was de- it was definitely a little rough.
0: Yeah, I wish it's I could come up just, with a with a nicer word because I I don't mean to sound ver- that harsh on this. Uh, but there was there was a scene when there were certain words popping up on the screen, like all the title cards and stuff. Just the font that they used and the way it looked. It looked like something they did in iMovie or something. Yeah. And a lot of times it felt like this was just a nice-looking home movie that he was taking of his kids.
1: Which, in all honesty, it kind of is that. Yeah. Because I, I, that's what I thought. I mean, I sincerely like, hope that just... he
0: doesn't really live in that kind of environment. But
1: I would, I would hope not. Because, <laughs> um, first off, he's... He's a terrible dad. If so. <laughs>
0: yeah. Child services should be called if that's the case.
1: But I mean, it's for me, it was just as a nice little film. Yeah. You know, it's only 62 minutes. <clears throat> it's, there's not a lot of going on here. It's just a couple kids making their way to the river, River's dry, so they go to the ocean and that's it.
0: Yeah. There's what you
1: it, it kind of makes sense to you at the end when it's going through the credits and it's, Written, you know, the writing credit is Lana and Dad, and you're Mm -hmm. just like, oh, this is just a movie he made with his kids. Yeah, it's actually, that's fucking cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah,
0: it's definitely a feel-good movie. I I think now that isn't to say that there aren't some things about this movie that are kind of, I don't know if disturbing is the word, but just sad. I guess just their living situation Mm -hmm. with their, I guess. They didn't really, I think they implied that their mother passed away and their dad was trying to raise them, but he wasn't doing a very good job. He seems like he's an alcoholic. So it's basically up to Lana to take care of herself and her little brother. And that is just intrinsically sad. But at the same time, they're kids. So it's like, even though they're kind of going through this tough life, they don't really see No, Yeah, they don't. They're just yeah, having fun good. and they're they're in their own imagination. And that kind of makes makes up for what's happening around them in the real world.
1: They just they want to get their, their fish a friend.
0: Yeah. That's all they want to do. And I thought again, I thought the kids were great in this. The the other kids involved, like the neighborhood kids and I didn't think that they were very good, but they're
1: alright. I mean, they try. Eh. They try their best.
0: They weren't horrible or anything. I mean, they're they're what do you expect? They're kids, but <clears> and they probably <throat> weren't actors.
1: No, but I'm I'm kind of surprised here because usually you just I eat it up. At, I I pounce yeah. at every
0: opportunity to just destroy kids' performances. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were gonna <laughs> I knew you were gonna mention it. <laughs> and as I was watching this movie, I was thinking, oh, "These kids, I don't know, I don't know about these kids."
1: I love the when they run across the the magician. Mm-hmm. The magician kid. He he adds a little spark to this movie cuz it was starting to get uh, a bit a bit uh, tedious. Yeah. To a point cuz there's just not much going on. Yeah,
0: it's like it's not that they encounter anything crazy. It's yeah, they're just wa- I mean they're just walking with a shopping cart. I like the scene when the The shopping cart fell down the stairs and the kid was still asleep and he's like, don't laugh at me. He
1: just wakes up and says, I dreamed I was a frog.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like that. And I thought that it really came together at the end when they got to the ocean. I thought that that was that whole scene in the ocean was great. I also,
1: I found it humorous that they get to the ocean and Lana and Nico are just like, they're just kind of done with the fish.
0: Yeah, they don't even bother with <laughs>
1: like, it. Ah, we're done. You can have it.
0: <laughs> I also like the scene at the... Just leave
1: them with a bowl. Yeah. Oh, goodness.
0: I also like the scene at the fountain. I thought that... Visually, <laughs> I thought that this movie, at times, looked fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It does. It, the...
1: it, it, it flirts. Yeah. It flirts with
0: greatness yeah. occasionally. The scene during in the underpass, too, when they're wearing the masks and stuff, I, I like all of that i liked how that was all cut together but it did
1: feel like that's kind of what i'm getting at with the movie is like it just comes across as some people dicking around with the camera because there's that that large chunk is just like them trying on a hmm and that's it yeah <laughs> you're just like oh we're gonna take a break and put some mask on
0: it definitely has a a, a harmony corinne feel to it almost although i would say more wholesome
1: yeah, a little more little more
0: uh there's still form. there's still some kind of gross stuff in this. This that whole opening scene when she's cooking the meal. I was just like, ew. <laughs> 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 oh, what was that? I, that it looked like making... some kind of noodles or something. It's noodles and ketchup. Yeah. I don't even know what else. It's, it's either like... noodles or maybe hash browns. <laughs> I don't know. It did not look appetizing at all though. And then she burned it and poured water on it, and still served <laughs> <surfed that's>... it. <laughs>
1: uh, come on, come on now. At any that's rate, I mean. like it's 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 an enjoyable enough time.
0: I I do recommend it. I I, I definitely recommend watching it. It's just it's I kind of just...
1: wish I kind of wish I knew that going into it, because then
0: yeah, I didn't really know what to <laughs> expect with it. I guess maybe I expect a little bit more of a plot or more dialogue, but as as it is, it's still fine. I still enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> uh, I like. I have a feeling that all three reviews are going to be the same.
0: Well, we're just actually, like, it's funny it's, you mention that because good, after...
1: It's good enough for what it is.
0: Yeah, after I watched Mr. Turner last night, which was the third one that I watched, I felt the same thing. I was like, oh, man. This is, well, that's uh, why, it, yeah, after I watched... This is um, not going to be a strong week. No, <laughs> after I
1: watched Little Feet, I'm just like... Which, uh, the thing uh, that I loved the most about Little Feet was the, the credits at the end, which I thought were fantastic. Oh, I loved it. Inter- interesting way to do the credits. Yeah. <clears throat> and like I said, it pops up, you know, story by Lana and Dad, and you're just like, whoa.
0: My heart has been warmed.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's just the guy making a movie with his kids, like... I can't be upset about it. That's, that was just like,
0: oh, that's nice. This does make me want to watch this guy and see what he has coming out next, well, because he, i th- I think that I think that he's a good filmmaker, well, at least has, just from definitely. this. I know In he's the had, soup he's had a, supposed to be really good. Yeah, he's he's had a couple other movies. This isn't his debut or anything, but Pete's Pete's it's his. This is first film
1: since Pete Smalls is dead.
0: And he also did one of the rooms in Four Rooms. Yeah. He did, I think it was the one with Madonna that he did, I think.
1: Interesting. I don't remember Madonna being in that movie. Yeah, she was
0: in the one with the witch one. The coven one at the beginning, the beginning.
1: I don't understand anything you're saying.
0: It was the second room he went into. And it was the witches and they were doing some kind of ceremony or something. And they wanted I mean, him him involved in it. I gotcha. You can keep saying stuff. but <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to get it to come not, back to you. It's not. It's not. Not coming back? It's not coming together. Sorry. I, th- I think that was him. He, yeah, I don't know. He also did 13 Moons with Steve Buscemi, which I never saw, but I always remember seeing it at the video store and almost renting it. <laughs> I think out of all the movies that I've almost rented, 13 that Moons. That one was the most? Yeah, it's like when you go... To the video store, and you just can't find anything. But there's there's that one thing that you keep meaning to rent, but for whatever reason you haven't yet. That's Thirteen Moons for you. Yeah. Hmm. So, Little Feet, check it out. If you have Fandor, you can watch it for free. Didn't find that out until after I rented it on Vimeo. (laughs) But (laughs) Uh. if you don't have Fandor, it is available for five bucks on Vimeo, and I do recommend checking it out.
1: Yeah, it's a good time.
0: It's a nice good little. Time. It's a nice little. Yeah, it's just a film. nice little film. Yeah. And and I will say this like these kids they're going to go back and watch this movie 10, 15, 20 years from now and they're it's going to be amazing. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, it's it's one of those things that I kind of wish more directors did this. I just I want to
1: see directors make their kids movies. I yeah. just like the idea of that. It's just a nice idea. I agree. I, I want to see I want to see more films from kids. Come on. It's 2014. Let's get kids <laughs> making movies. Hmm.
0: Yes, I like that idea. Cuz they come up with some fun stories. They do. It's pretty it's a pretty funny movie too. There's yes. there's a lot of uh, humor in uh, it. <laughs> pretty much everything that comes out of Nico's mouth is mm-hmm. hilarious. Cuz he's a kid and he Yeah. It's not it's that a- it's not that he's a child actor acting like a kid. No, he is a kid, a kid. <laughs> and he's just saying whatever comes into his head like a normal kid.
1: I like I don't think he knew that they were making a movie. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not.
0: It's just Nico being Nico. And you know? you, I mean, throughout the movie you can see him looking
1: Yeah, he looks uh, he, he,
0: he, Yeah, he's looking at the camera. He's looking up at who I would assume is his dad behind the camera. And, but it doesn't detract from the movie. It didn't from me at no, least.
1: No, it adds to it, actually. Yeah. I I like that. Because it's, cause it's kind of rough. It's just mm-hmm. a rough movie, but it's fun. Yeah,
0: definitely. <clears throat> All right, so that's Little Feet. Let's move on to our final review for the day. We're talking about Mr. Turner. This is directed by Mike Lee, written and directed by Mike Lee. Uh, the synopsis is an an exploration of the last quarter century of, of the great, if eccentric, British painter J.M.W. Turner's life. This stars Timothy Spall as Mr. Turner. Mr. Turner. <laughs>
1: And I love how they like everyone called him Mister Turner.
0: Mm -hmm. It's
1: like it seems a bit unnecessary, but I don't know. Maybe that's how that's how they
0: they greeted each other back then. So, what did you think of this uh, this thing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, it's
1: gorgeous! It is a gorgeous looking movie production. At times, production on this sucker, the design, everything. Bravo. Um, Bravo. Why? Why does it exist, though? It's kind of my like. Let, let me tell you, Kevin.
0: <laughs> I had a hell of a time getting through this movie. It
1: is a chore, and I
0: don't care. You know, I, I looked on Letterbox. There's people that are just singing this movie's praises. This is the best movie of the year. Oh my God! They're just jerking off all over this thing. <laughs> What it boils down to is this movie is two and a half hours long and so little happens in it. And I'm not, I'm not adverse to dry movies or slow movies, but when you're talking about a movie that takes place in the 1800s and almost nothing happens and it's sometimes pointless conversations about like, Gooseberry or whatever the fuck. <laughs> do you do, do you know this one? The scene I'm talking about, the gooseberry discussion, where it's like ten minutes long, oh, and the God. whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, what, what, <laughs> what?
1: Oh man, when
0: is this gonna end? And I will say there there were certain things that I thought were great about this movie. Timothy Spall's performance was awesome. I mean, he nailed it. He he didn't seemed like he was acting at all he just oh, he
1: he is i mean he does this is a master class in grunting
0: yeah and, and just and the noises that he makes obese breathing you know Ran- random random tit grabs <laughs> Just, just
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god this is just it's just it's grunts the movie is what this should be called it's just noises There's no fucking point to this. There's a. I got this movie pissed me off. Just it made me angry, and I find my breaking point is it came early. But my breaking point is when he goes to the brothel or whatever it is, and that silent cry display that he puts on. It's just like what, what, why? Well, it's it's. it's, uh,
0: There was also like the loud wailing that went along with that. Yeah, and it's before so many different
1: peculiar noises coming out of his mouth and i'm just like i'm just watching timothy spall just struggle to exist it seems like it just movement hurts
0: him. Yeah, yeah, everything like was he a, can't. yeah everything was a chore like he just, just seemed he seemed like he was about to fall asleep at any moment in time like he's just it was like you just wake up. You know, when I when I first wake up in the morning and my girlfriend tries to have a conversation with me or I get a phone call and I'm just like <sighs> yes. That's what that's what he that's his entire two, life is two, like
1: a, Yeah, it's two and a half hours of that. So fucking
0: get ready. But the but the thing is, this to me at least, this guy's life was not interesting. I was not I wasn't like, oh, man, man, he had a hell of a life. This this guy.
1: Please please tell me
0: more. It was just a normal, it was normal. I mean, it might have been a little bit different because he was a famous painter, but it wasn't like anything really crazy happened. He had a servant woman that he had awkward sex with once, and then she got leprosy. (laughs) So that (laughs) happened. Did she get leprosy? I think that, that, I think it was leprosy. Something. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's what that was at the end. Uh, but it's like his, was that like his wife or just the the woman that just was
1: just the worst, the worst woman ever in the history of women. (laughs) I mean, my God, you wonder why he's not around.
0: And let me tell you, for those of you that haven't seen this, if you have a hard time with British humor, try eight freaking. 17th century british humor because the the comedy in this movie a lot of it i was just like no nah, nope i there was one
1: scene that made me just lose it and i thought it was absolutely hilarious it Is <laughs> he's like showing someone through his you know where all of his paintings are and everything he had that little room set up that people would come in and check him out and he's like
0: he Ask the servant. Yes, the bugs to, to
1: take care of. The,
0: that was the funniest part <laughs> in the whole movie. I, that just goes and starts yeah.
1: knocking around, and he's like, well, now? You just hit him over there."
0: That was just, the fu- that was the funniest part of the whole movie.
1: <laughs> oh god! So but star I thought, for that.
0: I thought a lot of the comedy was just it was just too. I like dry comedy, but to me this was way too dry. Like I think the. There's that one guy that that comes in. He's in he's in a good bit, and he's kind of the supposed to be the hoity-toity rich guy art collector that's over analyzing every painting. And I think that he was that character was he was supposed to be kind of a goofball and he was supposed to be funny. But I was just like, nah, nope, can't do it. I'm just not. I was not feeling this movie and. I see a lot of movies that are that have long run times and I see a lot of movies that are very dry. But this movie, I mean, it was just such a chore to get through. Well, that, I
1: mean, that's kind of the the question: like, why
0: is this two and a half hours? Like, why? I don't know. I don't know why. why I honestly and don't and know why hours? it's anything because
1: <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> other it's, than I,
1: I it's will kind of interesting in the sense that they're like, we're going to do a, a, a biopic. And was just going to be, you know, the everyday mundane stuff, just, you know, him having conversations about everyday things. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of ballsy. But, you know, like when you actually see it, you're like, oh, yeah, there's a reason. People
0: right. It's, it's so dreadfully <laughs> boring.
1: <laughs> it's just like you're just watching JMW Turner just kind of exist and not do anything special
0: yeah no really it's just like he had no personality whatsoever
1: he barely even talks
0: right yeah he has very little to say in this movie i will say that there were certain things that i liked about it. i liked all the scenes involving the the gallery stuff i thought that that was kind of interesting to see how they did that back then where the painters are like they're tweaking their stuff the whole time even at the gallery i thought that that was cool and I like, I, I did like that scene when he went in and threw the red paint on there. And I thought that was cool. And I liked the relationship he had with that other painter who, it was just like, at first he was kind of a dick and he was begging him for money. And then you find out all this terrible stuff happened to him and you kind of feel bad for him, but he's still kind of a dick.
1: Oh yeah. uh, uh
0: Hayden. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The guy, uh, Martin Savage. I thought he was really good. Gotta play Hayden. He was really the only other character that had anything to him. Yeah. You could say. It's just... It's a movie of conversations.
0: Yeah, I I like the relationship... I like the relationship he had with his dad. But, you know, that ends... That doesn't... Yeah, that doesn't last. That doesn't last very long. What a good dad he had, though. His dad's just... Man, he's helping him do everything. Yeah, he's making pain. He's shaving him. What a great dad. He's just all about it. I did like how he called him Daddy, too. (laughs) Because it it was always kind of weird. It was. He's like 50 years old. He's calling him Daddy.
1: And he has stuff like he's such a rough person. Mm -hmm. And then he just, you know, you keep hearing Daddy, Daddy. (laughs) Later, he finally opens up his mouth and he's saying, Daddy. (laughs) Just like, oh, my goodness.
0: There was there was one scene. Now a uh, lot of this a lot of this movie looked great, like you said. There was one scene in particular that I was pretty much blown away by, and it was the scene when he was in the boat and they did that kind of like overhead shot of him in the boat. Uh, and it yeah. was like the forest all around him <clears throat> or yes. the, the trees that looked amazing. I was like, holy shit! Uh, but a lot of the movie to me felt like a play. A lot of the indoor stuff the way that the characters interacted with each other it felt like i was watching a play on a stage yeah. i i for some reason the the interior shots felt it did i don't know it felt very staged everything seemed uh is it like also, it was also set I up have, for you know a reason
1: and this maybe this is just me but all the indoor stuff all the discussions all of it it just seemed so lifeless Yeah. I was just, there was like nothing, there's no substance to it. Yeah, just watching people have boring conversations. And I hate to say that because it's kind of a terrible criticism, but honestly, two and a half hours of that.
0: Yeah, it felt like actors reading lines that they didn't really know what they were reading. Like they didn't understand the dialogue, but they were just reciting the lines. Yeah,
1: they're just... They were setting like no one's into the, you know. It's just Timothy Spall grunting and having a scowl on his face. Talking about gooseberry. Gooseberries. <laughs> I mean, god damn it. This fucking movie. Yeah, it's, it's the amount of grunting that I've had to hear this year between this movie and Welcome to New York. Jesus,
0: what's up with grunting? Just yeah. the annoys the shit out of me. I just. I don't have a lot more to say about Mr. Turner. I don't I, have anything I, I can't, to say about this movie. I can't recommend it. I'm actually kind of <laughs> glad that you felt the same way. Because as I was watching it, struggling. You know, I kept looking at the time. And I was like, oh my god, I have half an hour left. I have half an hour left. Where are we going to go here with this movie? It, uh, in all
1: honesty, every single time I checked, it seemed like, a, you know...
0: You have more, you have more
1: time. Yeah, it's just like it, was, it was multiplying somehow. <laughs> It's like Uh, uh, a first check and it's like, okay, I have two hours left. And then I check and it's like two and a half hours left. I'm like, what, why? How is this happening?
0: I'm actually glad I'm I'm not the only person that feels this way about this movie. Because when I was watching it, I was like, (laughs) I wonder what Kevin's going to think of this. And I was like, it's about an artist. It's about a famous artist.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I like, I like Turner. I like his work. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Turner, but I like him enough that I was, you know, I was pretty interested in seeing this movie. And I'm a big Mike Lee fan. I love Timothy Spall.
0: Um, I'm, you know. This, so this premiered like Half the
1: work's done.
0: Yeah. This premiered at TIFF, I believe. And it got a lot of praise out of TIFF. And I immediately added this to my watch list on Letterboxd so I wouldn't forget about it. Just in case it kind of fell through the cracks. So I was actually pretty excited to see it too. And the trailer made it look like it was going to be kind of funny and maybe kind of weird, like a weird humor to it. And it looked really interesting, but that's not, <clears throat> that's not what Which is, we got.
1: Again, is these movies are always tough for me because on one hand it's an extremely competent film. I mean, this is competent filmmaking and all technical aspects. It's fantastic. You know, the production design looks amazing. You know, the cinematography is great, but as a viewing experience, like to actually sit down and watch this movie, it's it's a waste of time.
0: It yeah, it pains I, me.
1: To, it pains me to say that.
0: I agree. I agree. Unfortunately, I just, I just ugh. I
1: you, I you get nothing from it, and I don't even think it tried to give you anything. At least that that's kind of how I saw
0: it. I really know very little more about this guy than I knew going in.
1: All I know is he. His Other than body the grunting. hurts. His body hurts just <laughs> constantly. Okay, he's just think uh,
0: chronic pain. Chronic pain. Everything. He has,
1: I'm pretty sure he was the first person with fibromyalgia, <laughs> and he's just spitting on paintings. And yeah, that was gross. That scene, which that was kind of interesting. Like I wanted to see more of him painting, but you don't really get to see it. No, it's only like tw- like twice, maybe. You really get into it.
0: Now is it? Tr- is it? Did I read somewhere that? his his paintings kind of well we see it at the end of the movie towards the end of the movie when he starts nearing the end of his life his work is no longer lauded as it once was and he kind of just disappears he's not like is famous anymore i guess but is it true that that remained that way for many decades and just recently his work started being uh, regarded as highly as it is now. Do you know anything about that? Maybe. I don't really know much about I I mean,
1: I thought he was always pretty well regarded. Okay. But I uh, you know, I mean I, I don't know. You know, like the eighties and seventies and you know, that stretch of time. I don't know if people were really praising Turner. Perhaps they were. I don't know. Good question. I have no answers.
0: Mm, okay. You're welcome. Well, either way, I mean I I thought his I think his paintings are okay but a lot of them seem by today's standards just kind of i don't want to say generic but eh, generic (laughs) you know like something you'd see if you went into a thrift store and they had those just random paintings laying around on the floor (laughs) of ships in the ocean that's that's turner for you yeah or if you go into some greasy spoon diner and you see there's a painting of a ship hanging on the wall. <laughs> I just
1: imagine. You, anytime you see that, you're just like, mm, that's probably a Turner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> uh, oh God. Uh, so, that's Mr. Turner. <laughs> Check it out. If you want to have a, a rip-roaring good time.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: If you need to... I'd say if you need to take a nap, if you're trying to get to sleep, <laughs> I, I I will be honest with you. I had to pause it twice and come back to it. I had to like just walk away from it and do a little cleaning around the house and then come back to it. I like, okay, this is
1: complete honesty. I, I had to watch it this morning, like as soon as I woke up because I didn't get to watch it last night. I had to make sure to have it done, you know, for the podcast. Because I'm a professional. So this took up my entire morning. I didn't get to do anything else except watch <laughs> Mr. Turner. Hmm. And because of that, I feel like my day's wasted. And I'm really upset. <laughs> and I'm just kind of pissed off that I had to watch Mr. Turner.
0: God damn it. Oh, God. It's such a chore. Oh, did we give... We didn't give Little Feet a score, did we? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. All right. We'll 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 come back to it. Let's, uh, let's first give mr turner a score do you have any final thoughts on on this one
1: um uh no no i just just there's not much to say because there's not much in here
0: Mm. yeah i agree you know what i mean i just i can't i cannot i can't recommend it it's just it's way too i think that as far as accessibility with most audiences and most of our listeners i i honestly don't think that a lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that was amazing. I loved it. I just it's just too inaccessible."
1: Yes, yes.
0: I'm gonna say, okay, so let's give us a score. I haven't even thought about giving it a score till right now. So this is a, this is a big struggle because it's very difficult, especially
1: for the, the reason I pointed out before. Is it's good filmmaking.
0: Yeah, and I and I think. I think Timothy Spall's great. I I wouldn't be surprised to see him get some awards nominations for this. I hope so. And I think that he is a great character actor, and I'm glad to see that he's getting his, you know, his due. Uh, And the movie looks great, but it is such a slog. I mean, oh, my God. I'm going to say this is, I can't even fucking do it. I'm gonna give it. I'll give it a five. I'll say five. Oh boy, I'm gonna give it,
1: man. Oh boy. And that's give, that.
0: That's me giving it as objective as a score as I can. Me personally, I'd give it like a two. <laughs> but <laughs>
1: that's what I mean. I would have like as a film, you know, ba- you know, technical merits. It's like an eight. Like viewing experience, just raw opinion on my part like a two so i'm gonna morph those together
0: to like a six there you go so mr turner opens in limited release on friday so i'll tell you if you see this in the theater make sure you got a nice i would bring a caffeinated caffeinated drink get some caffeinated beef jerky get yourself a pillow and just hang in there Cause it's gonna be tough <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be tough hang in there <laughs> hang in there buddy because it's gonna be a long one the
1: uh, longest two
0: and a half hour movie i've seen all year
1: yeah yeah i have more fun grocery shopping yes than i did watching this movie yes jeez oh, i'm really i'm actually extremely proud of myself that i did not fall asleep i watched this without falling asleep kind of patting myself on the back right now
0: yeah i think you should I had I had to turn it off. It. I, I knew I was I wasn't at the point of fading, but I knew that if I didn't pause it, it was gonna happen, and so <laughs> I I had to just step away. It was only for a few minutes, but I came See, back. I, 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 I watched the whole thing. I, I, I did watch the. Whole, to. So I afford to. I was on a
1: time crunch. Yeah, and it was, you know, it was it was a chore. It definitely yeah. felt like a chore. Yeah. No movie has ever felt. So much like a chore, to be honest.
0: (laughs) I don't know. The Turin Horse uh, was uh, pretty much a chore for me, but I'm sure there was others in there. All right, Little Feet. I will give Little Feet a, hmm, I'll give it a six. I'm going to give Little Feet a six as well. So out of the three, which which one do you...
1: you... I didn't even get to. not even get to ask that question. Jeez,
0: little feet all the way because it's only sixty minutes. It's it's a nice little film, little indie film. Just gets in there, gets it done. And plus, it's and it,
1: it's the type of
0: way. it's the type of movie that I think needs the support of of viewers. And you don't think Mr. Turner needs your support? No, that movie does not need anybody's support. <laughs>
1: Oh man,
0: what a what a fun fun time! Yeah, so basically this was a pretty this dis- is it's a pretty dismal uh, week. Yes,
1: yeah. and, I, and I hate to have three movies, you know, that elicit nothing from me. Really, it's just that's so difficult to talk about. Yeah, yeah. You know, when it just there's nothing to them. Right. Yeah. It's nothing for me to latch onto and discuss. I'm actually, making, I'm actually making fun of grunting.
0: I'm actually I got glad I have plenty that... of
1: material for. It. We can go another three hours. Oh, anymore.
0: just yeah, just on the grunts. <laughs> I would,
1: a... I would like a supercut of oh, God. all the
0: noises. It, it would probably take week. me at least a week to I want, put together I want a supercut of that.
1: I want that to play out throughout our entire discussion, just faintly in the background.
0: See, the problem with that is that would mean I'd have to watch it again to create the supercut. And I just don't know if I can do that. I just don't know. Oh, God. All right, let's go over some predictions. So, last week we said The Captive. You said 40. I said 35. Actual 29. Wow. Yeah. Oof. Mm. That's We need to start throwing in the grunts. So we have a we have a review for this up on the site. I believe Blake reviewed it for us. He gave it a what did he give it? A 4. Mm. So he wasn't too too into it. Uh I didn't see it. Not interested. Uh we also said Exodus Gods and Kings. You said 38, I said 42, actual 28. <laughs> oh, much boy. much lower than I expected. I didn't think it was going to be good, but Oof. Yeah, we have a review for that up on the site as well. Uh, Our our new guy Josh reviewed that. Oh, you guys are already to the to the Josh. I don't know. I the Josh. I guess he goes. I guess he goes by Joshua. I don't know. But you're
1: like fuck that. I'm calling you Josh.
0: He's a Josh.
1: (laughs) Technically, you are correct.
0: (laughs) Uh, So he gave it a three and a half. Not a big, not a big fan of it. (laughs) No, no. Plus, man, did, did you see the runtime
1: on that sucker? Yeah. Oh God, what is going well, on? That's a, that one's a doozy. Let's just let's let's cinch him in. You know what I mean? I know exactly let's just what you mean. Get, get your point across already. God, what the hell happened to movies?
0: These everything, long, is, man, I, dude, everything's it's just out of control nowadays. Well, speaking of long movies, next week we have <laughs> The Hobbit: Battle of the Five Armies.
1: That's entirely too
0: many armies. Now I'm gonna, I will be seeing this one actually in the theater. This I haven't seen any of the other Hobbit movies in the theater, but like I said a couple of weeks ago on the show, I did watch the other two Hobbit movies. So yeah, I'm actually quite interested in checking this out, seeing how it ends. I didn't hate oh, those it, Hobbit movies. Does it
1: actually end? Like is this I, the last one? I'm
0: pretty sure this is it. Okay. This is this is the end. I'm hoping it's 144 minutes. So. Yeah, almost two and a half hours all these people just have so many minutes at their disposal They're kind of jealous <laughs> like. uh, so what are you thinking on uh, this, this hobbit business I don't give a shit about
1: hobbits I'm sick and tired of these damn movies I want them to go away and I'm going to
0: guess like a 64 yeah, that's probably a good guess I'll guess 72 on that one hoping that it's good uh we also have night at the museum the secret of the tomb mm. i'll just throw out 36 on that one i'm gonna throw out a twenty twenty-six. 26 i believe that's the last that may be the last role for robin williams i think, I think you,
1: yeah i think you might be right
0: and we also have annie not sure why this exists this was one of the movies that got leaked in the big sony hack
1: what is so. okay
0: there's there's something What's that? What's that
1: about? Like, I hear a lot of people talking about Sony hack. Oh, boy. Sony got hacked. So, just
0: Sony... I don't know what it means. So, Sony Pictures got hacked. Their okay. their computers got hacked by uh, some anonymous hacker group. They think... People are speculating that the North Koreans have something to do with it because of the interview. They were pissed about the Seth Rogen... James Franco movie, The Interview, coming out. So they hacked Sony's computers. They literally stole everything from all of the computers at Sony Pictures. They have, uh, reportedly, they have 100 terabytes of data, which includes emails, financial reports, uh, social security numbers, credit card numbers, all kinds of personal information from actors and employees and everything i mean they literally have everything Wow! and they've been leaking this stuff out periodically over the last few weeks and i think there was four or five movies that ended up getting leaked i think that annie is one of them i think that mr turner may have been one of them also hmm. and i can't re- i don't know what the other what the other ones were
1: how are they releasing things though
0: I think they're putting them up okay. on different forums and just put file stuff sharing sites and stuff. I think they're just it's they're putting out huge data dumps that have like 40 gigs of documents and stuff. I, I don't think they've released everything yet because I believe they sent an email to media sources saying that right now they're trying to figure out how they can efficiently get out the rest of the data. Cause it's so much that they don't know how they're going to get it out there, but it's terrible. I mean, it crushed Sony pictures. I I don't think they've recovered from it yet. I think they're still all messed up from it and it's, it's shitty. It just, it's, (laughs) it's shitty that the movies got leaked. Yes. But I honestly think that that's the least of their concerns at this point, just because of all of the personal information that went out there. And I mean, that's stupid. If, if you're a hacker group and you have a problem with some executive or some high up person, don't, you know, put out the social security number of the parking attendant, you know? Yeah. It's, it's really shitty. I rarely side with big studios, you know, you know, but yeah, this is one case where I kind of feel bad for them because a lot of them didn't, a lot of the people involved didn't do anything wrong. Yeah.
1: They just, caught in the crossfire. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, it's it sucks and every it seems like every week a little bit more information comes out like certain emails, vindicated things like uh Sony we we now know that Sony was talking to Marvel about licensing Spider-Man back to them so that Spider-Man can be on team the in Marvel Studios now and lots of stuff. I mean, I think a lot of these News sites are going through all the stuff, picking out the juicy tidbits and posting them up, which is kind of shitty, really. Yeah,
1: why? Like, why the hell are they doing that? What the fuck is wrong with people? Just all, because the information is out there doesn't mean. All clicks. Mean they, I know. People are so obsessed with clicks. What? What do clicks get you? Money.
0: That's why we don't have really? any. okay now it's making sense uh, that's
1: why we don't have any money whatsoever
0: I'm not rifling through (laughs) gigs tons of gigs of documents looking for some scoop that we can post and get an extra couple thousand clicks
1: well I mean in all seriousness
0: we could just make all the shit up probably you know what I mean I think think a lot of those sites do just make stuff up
1: like that's what we should just start doing just make up like cast news. You know, rumors, it's funny because there are sites that,
0: I mean, most of the sites that make shit up are sites that people don't look at as a reputable source anyway. But there's some sites that, that post stuff without properly vetting the information, and they're still looked at as reputable news sources, you know? So it's like these days, even if you do post erroneous information, it doesn't necessarily hurt you. You know, yeah. back in the day, if you're a news organization and you post false stuff, I mean, you're going to get raked over the coals for that. Now it's just it's just part of it. Now it's just like, my bad. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, and then they always, which I, I forget who that was. Oh, man. The whole Bill Cosby thing. Yeah. Where they had a thing and they, of course, they take that opportunity to turn that into... Clickbait as well as like, here's our apology. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, they're apologizing. And like, as you're reading down through it, there's like, here's a highlight link for, you know, the first article that they're apologizing for. Here's a highlight link for the (laughs) second article that they're apologizing for. And it's just like, hey, check this out. Check this. And it's just like 15 ads within their article that they're apologizing for. Yeah. And that's. And you're like, that doesn't seem to be an apology.
0: And that's something (laughs) that's wrong with how. News blogs and and stuff how they deal with retractions uh, instead of taking the article down they 'll just post an a retraction at the end of the original article or mm-hmm. they'll they 'll post an entirely new article that 's the the retraction <laughs> it will, it so it'll it'll that it'll essentially double their clicks i mean it's yeah. it's terrible i mean it 's just
1: and I just love that you know and they the call it journalism it, <laughs> at the end of it is like. This stupid-ass slideshow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ten, t- ten careers derailed. Listicles. Gotta love yeah. those listicles.
1: Take a look through our slideshow, and seriously, we're kind of sorry about that post that we did, but here, check it out.
0: <laughs> sorry, we ruined somebody's life by by posting that, but here we go. Here we and Now, check by out the, 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 the top, top way, 15 nip slips of 2014. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, uh, what the hell's going on <laughs> you gotta, gotta love the line of work we're in there I just
1: I also realized that i probably gonna just check the internet to figure out what the I always forget to do that a lot of times like I forget that the internet tells me things and will answer questions yeah it will,
0: it will but I like,
1: to, I like to do it the old fashioned way and just wait forever and then ask
0: someone well notice how we didn't post one article about the Sony hacks on our site well that's what I didn't understand like I was like you know what there's no there's just there's nothing there's no reason for me to to post that
1: what do you get what would anyone get out of
0: it we we talk about movies you know and yes it is Sony Pictures and it is related to movies but at the same time uh, I I, for, for stuff like that I just but I mean like an article saying that you know
1: Oh, Sony was talking to Marvel about giving him Spider-Man. Like, what What do
0: you get from that? Right. Like, where, how... it's not a done deal. It's, it's, it's all like, like oh, they had somebody a emailed somebody else. Yeah, you know? like, cool, thanks. Great story. It's just to get fanboys salivating over the thought of Spider-Man going to Marvel. I mean, I would love for that to happen, but don't tell me until it's a, a sure thing. Yeah. Anyway... Annie, Never. back to Annie.
1: Oh, we were talking about movies, that's right, sorry.
0: Yeah, this is a movie show. Is it? Yeah, soon it's just going to be the, the rumor <laughs> and speculation show.
1: <laughs> it's just going to be me asking you things, like an old man.
0: <laughs> like I'm turning into
1: a grandpa. What's his Instagrams? <laughs> I Well, I actually had someone try and explain Snapchat to me over the weekend. Oh, okay. And all I came away with is... There's there's triangles and squares.
0: I don't even know what that means. That's
1: mostly, that's all I... Yeah, he just kept trying and trying, and I didn't understand any of it. Kids.
0: <laughs> what do you think about Annie? Oh, what, you don't want me to keep talking about Snapchat? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather you not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Annie. Oh, boy. Oh, man.
0: 48. Mm, I think that's a good uh, that's a good I, pick. Yeah. I'll say, say fifty three.
1: Like, why is it? Exist? I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't why do most of the movies that we just discussed
0: today? Why do they exist? I don't know. To make money. I Guess. I guess. I would say to make money. In limited release <laughs> next week, we have Mr. Turner and Winter Sleep. Yes. Next week on video on demand, we don't have a whole lot actually. Uh, I guess maybe because of the holidays. Yeah, yeah, holidays are coming up, man. People got shit to do. They got to knock each other over at the Walmart buying the latest bullshit item for their kids. <laughs> did you see that the Mr. Oizo video? With, yes, uh, yes I did. Isn't that... I love that they put that out on, on Black Friday. Because to yeah, me it was like, this is it right here. This is America.
1: America. America the beautiful.
0: Next what a week weird, What a weird day that is
1: God that day is so fucking weird
0: I think people are getting tired of that too The whole Black Friday thing I don't know I don't have any numbers To support that <laughs> theory
1: <laughs> Like we
0: never have anything To support anything I could probably look up. it up but I'm just way too lazy So next week on VOD we have The Sublime and Beautiful That comes out on Tuesday Okay. We have Goodbye to all that which comes out on Wednesday and that's it really that's all I have here now there could be some stuff coming out on Friday there probably is but I looked up all the major uh distributors that put stuff out on VOD day and date like IFC and Sundance and Tribeca and Gravitas and Magnolia and uh I couldn't find anything so I don't know Next week on DVD and Blu-ray, we have At the Devil's Door, which I did not like that. I saw that at South By. Magic in the Moonlight, which I actually didn't hear very good things about. That's the Woody Allen one. Yeah, yeah. We I did mean, get a uh, an award screener for that, but I probably won't watch it since we have so much other stuff to cover. Uh, we have The Maze Runner. Nah. Running Mazes. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Running Mazes. The Skeleton, we have the Skeleton Twins, which I do recommend. You saw that too, right? I I did see that. Since since we haven't been doing the What We've Been Watching, we haven't talked about that. There's so
1: many movies that you guys will not get to hear my take on because that's been phased out.
0: It'll come back. There's a lot of of heartbroken people. I think after after the first of the year, it'll probably come back because we'll have less stuff to watch. Yeah. So I think the What We've Been Watching will make a comeback.
1: I just kinda of miss shitting on classics.
0: Yeah, that's I
1: kinda of miss that, you know.
0: Maybe maybe we'll bring it back in kind of a uh a truncated version where we just pick two or three that we saw.
1: Okay, so you don't you don't like the idea of us just talking about whatever? Rattling
0: off for a long, for a long I time. I mean some some weeks I see <laughs> ten, fifteen movies. It's just it's just like whoa. Uh anyway, I do recommend the Skeleton Twins. I like that quite a bit. I enjoyed that as well. I thought it was really funny. I there were some scenes that just had me rolling.
1: I am I in all honesty, I, I'm having trouble remembering that movie. It didn't really stick with me. Uh I, didn't, remember, I remember laughing.
0: Yeah, it didn't it's... it didn't really stick with me too much, but I I liked it. Uh we also have Stonehurst Asylum. I didn't see that. That's a it's a Par movie with uh who's in that? Cure Night No, not Cure Knightly. Uh Dang it. I I forget. <laughs> it's it's coming to me just. She's from uh she's from Underworld. Kate Beckinsale. Uh, okay. Kate gotcha. Kate Beckinsale's in that. Uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Please yeah, avoid. Yeah. Please avoid, especially if you grew up with them as a as a kid. Avoid them. Avoid this movie. It's quite bad. This is where I leave you, and that's all I have. But I think that there's at least one Criterion I saw. We have... Okay. Come in. We've got two here. Talk about shitting on classics. Ooh. What's that all about? I'm not Who's... a big fan of Tootsie. Oh. And that's, that's I, one uh, of them, right? That is one of them. Tootsie. Tootsie. Coming out on the Criterion there. Are you a fan of Tootsie? I don't know if I've ever seen Tootsie. I saw it when I was younger. I think probably that I'd have to revisit it before you know, standing by my opinion on it. But when that's I saw just, it when I was younger, I didn't really like it that much.
1: That's one of those movies where you, you know, you're like
0: Dustin Hoffman
1: movies called Tootsie. You give me like a quick rundown of it. And my immediate response,
0: is I never want to see that ever. I'm, I'm more partial to that eighties movie that they used to always play on comedy central. I think it's called just one of the guys or something where it's the woman and she's the reporter and she pretends to be a guy in the high school. you prefer that yeah. over Tootsie
1: Tootsie's bullshit yep it's just a silly (laughs) (laughs) stand-in so yeah Tootsie Sidney Pollock. that's coming out on Criterion and then there's an Eclipse series box set Eclipse series 41 Kinoshita and World War 2 box set of five movies here all from the 40s so you have that never heard of Kinoshita so you can't really i have nothing to say on that front there you go
0: all right well i think that that's going to wrap it up for this week next week on the show i think we're probably going to be doing Foxcatcher, whiplash and leviathan god damn so, i
1: hope those movies have
0: something to say well i saw one of them so i can say that one of them does but we'll see we'll see how you feel about it uh, be sure to send us your questions podcast is the address we'll be sure to answer them on the show follow us on twitter at filmpulse.net and at filmpulse kevin and be sure to rate us on itunes we appreciate that very much for kevin rake's my name is adam patterson and we'll see you on thursday for ryan watches a movie I knew that was coming